Have you ever wanted to bake something or been in the midst of baking something and you realize you don't have any oil or you don't have enough oil? Today, I'm going to bring you a whole bunch of oil substitutes that you can use in your baking. So what is the point of oil in baking? First, oil adds fat. It brings moisture, it brings flavor and richness, and it contributes to your baked good having a lighter, fluffier texture. If you want to get a little more scientific, one of my sources says that oil, in a sense, helps capture the gases that are formed by the leaveners in your recipe. Think baking soda, yeast, baking powder, and it slows down gluten formation. Now, gluten is what you want in your pizza dough, in your bread dough, because it gives it a nice chewy texture. But think of your muffins, your cupcakes, your cakes. You want those light and fluffy. So for most of the oil substitutes I'll be mentioning to you today, you can use them in a one-to-one -one ratio. So if you need a half cup of oil, you can use a half cup of this ingredient. If one of these swaps requires a different amount than a one-to-one -one ratio, I will be sure to let you know. So first up, most people keep vegetable oil or canola oil in their kitchen. And if a recipe calls for oil when you're baking, you can use vegetable oil or canola oil. Even if the recipe says use vegetable oil, you can use canola oil. If the recipe says canola oil, you can use vegetable oil. That's no problem. Next is sunflower oil. So sunflower oil is often in your vegetable oil. So you can just swap in sunflower oil if you have it. Now those three, vegetable oil, canola oil, and sunflower oil have quite a neutral flavor. This next one has a little bit of a richer flavor and it is avocado oil. It has more of a distinct taste. I've never used avocado oil personally, but one source says that it has a buttery flavor, which to me sounds great. I love the flavor of butter in a lot of my baked goods, but it is good to keep in mind. And one other thing to keep in mind is avocado oil can be a little pricier, especially compared to just your run-of-the-mill vegetable oil or canola oil. And that's the same thing with this next substitute. And this one is coconut oil. Now, there are two, basically two options of coconut oil. There's refined coconut oil and unrefined coconut oil. Unrefined coconut oil is the one that's going to give you that sweet, subtle coconut flavor. So if you do not want any coconut flavor in whatever you're baking, don't use the unrefined coconut oil. But if you enjoy the flavor of coconut and you want a little bit of that in, say, your chocolate chip cookies, you could definitely use the unrefined coconut oil. But for the rest of us, like myself, who don't care for the flavor of coconut, go for refined coconut oil. Now, when you're using coconut oil as a replacement for vegetable oil, you want to melt the coconut oil 
it melts at a really low temperature, but you're going to want to melt it before you add it to your batter because you want to maintain the consistency of your batter that vegetable oil would give you. And also coconut oil at room temperature is solid, so it would be really hard to mix in to your batter. This next vegetable oil replacement is what I use all the time. It's olive oil. However, I only use light olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil has a richer flavor and that's not what I want in my sweetbreads in my cookies. Light olive oil, and it'll say usually like light flavor on your label, has a neutral flavor. So over the past few years, personally, I've chosen to use light olive oil and I've not noticed any adverse flavors in my baked goods. So I go for light olive oil. Now, if you're making a savory bread or savory muffins or something, you could perhaps use extra virgin olive oil. However, I would look into the smoke point of extra virgin olive oil and compare that to the temperature that your recipe has in you bake your recipe at. If the oven temperature for your recipe is above the smoke point of extra virgin olive oil, I would shy away from using that oil. If I'm wrong about that, someone leave me a comment and let me know. This next one is a classic and it's delicious. It is butter, specifically melted butter. Just like with the coconut oil, make sure you melt it before you add it to your batter. Again, for batter consistency purposes. It is tasty, it's delicious, but note it has a lower percentage of fat than vegetable oil. Oil is 100% fat, where butter is only about 80% fat. Now with that, that means that butter has a higher water content. So this will affect the texture of your baked good. Now I have an example, my current favorite easy dinner roll recipe calls for butter. The butter gives these great flavor. Now one or two times I've made the rolls with olive oil, light olive oil, and the rolls turned out great, but I noticed the flavor difference. If you are interested in an easy 100% whole wheat dinner roll recipe that is delicious, I will leave that link down below for you guys to check out. Melted butter will also give you a little bit of a crispier texture. And when I say that, I think specifically about cookies. If you make chocolate chip cookies with melted butter versus softened butter, the cookies with the melted butter are going to be crispier. The cookies with softened butter aren't going to have as much of a crispy edge to them. Now with butter, going back to the, it's about 80% fat, and so it has a higher water content than vegetable oil. Vegetable oil is liquid at room temperature. Butter is solid at room temperature. Because of this, my sources say that baked goods made with butter will have a more dense texture than if that baked good were to have been made with oil. Because once your recipe cools, the fat from the butter again will go back to a solid state in your baked good. So you don't really think about that and you don't notice that because you're looking at a muffin, you're not looking at the stick of butter, but you can imagine when your butter is at room temperature, it's in a solid form. So just keep that in mind. The cooled result of your recipe may be a little more dense than it would have been if you'd use vegetable oil. This next one may sound gross, 
but hear me out. Mayo. So mayo will add a lot of richness and moisture to your recipe. A very popular use for mayo in baking is in cakes. Oftentimes, or the ones I'm familiar with, are chocolate cakes. Now note, if you're opting for mayo, stick with the full fat mayo. Light mayo has lower fat in it. It also has fewer eggs in it. So this will result in your cake or your baked good being a little drier because light mayo has a higher water content. So just be aware if you're going with mayo, full fat is best, but let me know if you've ever baked with low fat mayo. Again, this is a one-to-one -one ratio, swapping in mayo for oil. This next one is yogurt. Some of my sources said specifically Greek yogurt, others just said yogurt, plain yogurt. So Greek yogurt is really thick and creamy, has high moisture content, but it tends to be lower in fat. You can get 2% fat or 4% Greek yogurt, or you can find Greek yogurts that are made with whole milk. And I'm not sure if the 4% versions are the same as being made with whole milk. They advertise differently on the packaging. If you're opting to use yogurt, you have a lot of options. You have, again, Greek or plain, but then you have plain, you have vanilla, you have a whole bunch of different flavor options. So you could use plain, that would work great, but you could use a different flavor of yogurt that may complement your recipe. This next oil substitute is one that we are all probably familiar with, and it is applesauce. Applesauce is great if you're looking for a lower fat option. I guess that's the same thing with yogurt. You can go for low fat yogurt. The one thing is applesauce will affect the texture of your baked good because there is a lack of fat in applesauce. So that will result in more of a dense, chewier result. If you are trying to maybe cut some of the fat but you want to maintain the texture of your baked good and you're using applesauce, you could use half applesauce and half oil. I realize that's not a 100% substitute from vegetable oil, but just as an option, if your recipe calls for one cup of oil, you could definitely use a half cup of applesauce with a half cup of oil. Note, there is unsweetened applesauce and sweetened applesauce. The recommendation is to use unsweetened applesauce because your recipe is probably already asking you to add sugar of some sort. So just be aware, if you are going to use sweetened applesauce, it's going to increase the sweetness of your overall recipe if you do not reduce the amount of sugar that your recipe calls for. Applesauce is not the only produce that can replace your oil. So you can use other pureed fruits and veggies. For example, bananas, pears, pumpkin puree. You can use baby food. Think of pureed pears, pureed apples, etc. Winter squashes are a common replacement. You can even use cauliflower, zucchini, or avocado. So avocado, you can easily just mash that up. But for like cauliflower, zucchini, you're going to want to cook that so you can chop up your fruits or veggies, put them in a saucepan with some water because you don't want them to burn, and just cook those until they're tender. And then you can use an immersion blender or pop those in your blender or food processor and blend everything until it's smooth. 
and then use the equal replacement that you would for oil. So one cup of blended up cauliflower in place of one cup of oil. Now it's very, that's a very strange thought for me using pureed cauliflower in place of oil. But hey, if you've ever tried that, let me know. One of my sources also said that they like to use frozen berries, puree those, and use that in place of the oil. So you have a ton of options. One last tip if you are pureeing your own fruits or veggies, make sure that you let them cool after you cook them before you add them to your batter. Temperature of your batter affects how they bake, but also if you have eggs in your batter, you don't want them to like start cooking any eggs in your batter. Next up we have ghee. So ghee is clarified butter. It's basically they took the extra moisture out of the butter and kept the, ex the fat solids, the butter solids, the milk solids. So ghee has a nuttier flavor. It's a stronger flavor than just regular melted butter. It also has a lower water content than butter. Like we just said, the moisture, the extra, a lot of the extra moisture has been removed and just the fat solids remain. And because of that, if you were just to use a one-to-one -one ratio of ghee in place of oil, your batter and your baked good may come out drier than usual. So because of that, you're going to want to use for every three quarter cups of oil, it's recommended to use one cup of ghee. Next up, I have a handful more of dairy substitutes. So we already said mayo. We already said Greek yogurt. Another one is sour cream and buttermilk. The one caveat with buttermilk is you don't want to use just a one-to-one -one ratio of buttermilk in place of oil. If your recipe calls for one cup of oil, use three quarter cups of buttermilk and one quarter cup of melted butter. This next one is one that I'd never heard of, but is a substitute that I think everyone has in their house. Cornstarch. So corn, it's not just cornstarch by itself. You have to make a slurry. The one thing with cornstarch is it's basically flavorless and there's no fat in it. So it's not really bringing anything flavor wise, but it will keep your recipe moist and fluffy. So how to make this? The recipe I found is adding three teaspoons of cornstarch to two cups of water and bringing that to a boil. You want to stir that continuously until it achieves an oil-like consistency. You add more cornstarch or water as needed. Cornstarch is another vegetable oil substitute that you can use in a one-to-one -one ratio. My source said using cornstarch is not a great option for recipes that call for a lot of oil. Now what a lot of oil is, I'm not sure. I think maybe one cup might be a lot of oil. However, the recipe said two cups of water to three tablespoons of cornstarch. So I'm not sure if this was just a bulk recipe that you could make and keep on hand. Another question that I'm curious about. All right, we have three more vegetable oil substitutes. This next one is flaxseed meal. Another one that you don't want to use in recipes that call for a lot of oil this replacement specifically says only use as a replacement in recipes that call for one quarter cup or less of oil. So to use flaxseed meal as a substitute for oil in your recipe, if your recipe calls for one tablespoon of oil, you need 
three tablespoons of flaxseed meal. Interestingly, they don't say to add any water to the flaxseed meal. If you're familiar with flax eggs, you mix flaxseed meal with water and it becomes a little bit gelatinous after a few minutes. But my source just said just the three tablespoons of flaxseed meal for one tablespoon of oil. Next up, we have margarine, the old school replacement for butter. Margarine tends to be a vegan butter replacement because it's usually made with vegetable oil. It brings you a similar taste to butter. If you opt to use margarine in place of your vegetable oil, you want to use the sticks of margarine and not the spreadable margarine. The spreadable margarine has a higher water content, so when you bake it, the result of your baked good is going to be drier. So opt for the sticks of margarine if you do margarine. Again, just like with butter, make sure it is melted before you add it to your batter. And lastly, one last oil substitute for baking is silken tofu. Silken tofu is a better replacement for oil when it comes to chewier desserts. Thinking cookies or brownies, silken tofu is going to be a thicker consistency than oil. And how you would use it as a replacement for oil is by just blending it, an immersion blender in your blender until it becomes creamy. And then using silken tofu in place of oil, if your recipe calls for a half cup of oil, you only need to use a third cup of your blended creamy silken tofu. So for one cup of oil, you'll need two thirds cups of silken tofu. Some of these options I would not use, probably not, I probably wouldn't use silken tofu. I wouldn't shy away from it, but I just think of these options that I actually have in my house. Like I said earlier, I don't even use vegetable oil or canola oil right now. I just use light olive oil, but melted butter is such a great option. Mayo or sour cream, don't knock it till you try it. Mayo and sour cream used in cakes is mwah. Chef's kiss. If you're someone who always has yogurt in their house, another great option. Some of the mashed fruits and veggies, be aware that the flavor of whatever fruit and veggie you choose is going to probably shine through in your recipe. So banana has a very potent flavor. Pumpkin has a distinct flavor, even if it's not super potent. If you use other fruits, berries, like raspberries, for example, they're going to alter the flavor of your recipe. However, if you're making like brownies and you use pureed raspberries in place of oil, I think that would be delicious. Having like chocolate and raspberry, I think is a great combination. And of course, cornstarch. I don't use cornstarch in a ton of things, but in a pinch, it would work. Even though you're not gonna bring any flavor or fat to your recipe, if you need oil, cornstarch is there for you. <laughs> Have you tried any of these vegetable oil substitutes? Canola oil, sunflower oil, I'm sure a lot of us have used one in place of the other. Same thing with butter or margarine. But some of these were very unique and very interesting for me to learn about. If I got anything wrong or I missed anything, go ahead and leave me a comment. If you guys enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the Recipes with Ray podcast, previously known as The Kitchen, 
go ahead and rate and review the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'd love to know what you like, what you dislike, what you would like me to talk about, what you think I could do better on. And if you're interested in learning about 20 egg substitutes for baking, I will leave that episode linked down below for you guys. Go ahead and check that out. I'll see you guys there. And most importantly, know that you are loved, Jesus loves you, and he wants a relationship with you.